Hello and welcome back to the Weird and Proud Podcast. It's Sam Ram. James. And oh shit, I forget the and. <laughs> you just like to go in with the James. Um, hello everyone. We have made it to February. Wait. Yes. Yes. It's February. It's like I was trying to think it's far it's into February. <laughs> it's like the thirteenth today. What day is it? Where it's are we? really What's February. Happening? It's like halfway through February. I know, literally crazy town. I know. I don't know why I like thought it was early February. Like I don't know why in my head I feel like it's still, like the first or second, but it's the twelfth or what? No, I don't even know. Thirteenth. <laughs> Where are we? What's happening? I think that's the thing about like when you don't have a structured corporate like nine to five job like i truly do forget like what day it is like what's happening and where i am and that's life that sounds beautiful (laughs) anyways hello friends it is mid-february happy mid-february here we are we're thriving we're alive and big um big week for the sports fans with the super bowl coming up huge week um, I, if anyone cares, I am predicting the Bengals are going to win the Bengal kitties because I love cats. Cats are powerful and I just have a really good feeling about them. A lot of free throws, a lot of balls, lots of points, big kicks. And, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of man on man touching. <laughs> I'm so shocked you haven't been called by a major network to be to like a sideline reporter. No, like, yeah. Honestly, the audacity. The audacity for no one to call. You it. would bring in a whole different demographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I would be like I would be like the dumbing it down version. I'd be like, look at those. You guys would bring in the whole demographic of people that go say things like yay sports. Yay sports. Go you, that would be your piece. Get the free throw. And to the yay sports comment. Yep. Maybe you should do that live on the game tonight. We send it to some people. I would, yeah. Maybe I should commentate and pretend like if I was, like, really. T- I think that's a great <laughs> if I idea. Was a commentator. We'll shoot the you World like a series. How yes, the World Series is tonight. Big game. You can go for the World Series if there's a baseball season. They're still on strike. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Anyways, it's another week for the weirdos of the world. You know, if we're alive, we're being weird. And um, we, you know, James, I guess on that note, too, um, anything weird happen to you? Anything weird you want to get off your chest? Absolutely there is. But Oh, okay. I want to remind everyone that weird okay. to us mm-hmm. is it's amazing and unique, right? Weird yes. can be a great thing. It is. And this is a great thing. Yes. And I'd like to talk about the marketing pairing. Mm. Of Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Okay. Because we turned on the most important to the Yay Sports group of sporting events today, and that's the Puppy Bowl. Mm -hmm. The Puppy Bowl is on us, the 18th annual. A lot of puppies and animals from Connecticut, by the way. Yes. Lots of them. Because for those who don't know, ESPN headquarters is in Connecticut. True. So I think you just found that out this week. I know. That's why I'm in. I had no idea. And. My weird is I love the pairing in I've seen some of this online in like Bic, the lighting, the lighter. Yeah. Which is the world's number. Tell me where you number can't find razor. a Bic lighter. Right. Not sponsored by Bic. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart seem to be pairing up 
doing those ads. Mm, and that. they were the two coaches in the Puppy Bowl. Mm. In the Puppy Bowl, it was Snoop Dogg versus Martha Stewart, two people that have both completely reinvented themselves. Completely. I mean, would you guess which of the two has done hard time? Both. No. <laughs> Martha Stewart. Snoop Dogg's got to go to jail. Had to have been. Jail. Snoop Dogg okay. bought death row records which started him out so now snoop uh, dog owns a record company too i think yeah right it's just i that's the weird to me is thinking about just those two together an actual conversation doing yeah but they're both business moguls so it's really cool yeah i love it yeah i love the those two together i think that's a wonderful weird thing in the world yes. right now i love that as a marketing pairing i love that that's and a great little... They bring their own demographics, but then they're both beloved by everyone, which is why you should have a yay sports section. Yeah. Done. Done and done. Um, well, I... My weird thing, and I was... I, you know, again, if you're on the Instas, if which if you're not following me, I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was talking about my new little weird thing. Well, I guess it's not weird, but... I mean, you know, what, what is weird, but doing, um, and a lot of you guys have asked questions about it too, doing some brain mapping and neurofeedback. So interesting. Um, which I talk about a lot again on the social medias, but, um, my mental health journey and my anxiety struggles and how to, you know, kind of take a healthier look at it and, you know, when I heard about one of my friends actually did this for ADD, um, or technically I think she has ADHD, but basically they use modern technology, if you will. And this is, again, this is a dumbed down, <laughs> very dumbed down version of what this is. Someone way more technical could describe this better. But you basically, the first step is getting your brain mapped. So this brain mapping process, it's like you basically are meditating for like 20 minutes with this, like almost this cap on your head that kind of looks like something out of like a scary movie, but it's just measuring. You're not feeling anything and it measures these different wavelengths in your brain and it tells like where in your brain lives anxiety, depression, ADD, ADHD, trauma, um, I guess they also work a lot with like concussions or, you know, like any like actual physical trauma too to the brain, which is really interesting. And after they give you this map, then you do these neurofeedback sessions. So I am doing like normally it's anywhere between like 20 and 40 sessions and you can go in like two to three times a week and sit and have this cap on again and watch these videos that are basically training your brain and like kind of healing quote unquote this you know any of the trauma or where this anxiety or depression lives in your brain it's and so it's, cool it's so cool and something i had never heard of something i never tried but it makes sense that obviously there's certain parts of your brain where you know again you have anxiety or depression has made an impact and it's like kind of like a retraining your brain like gym for your brain like a gym for your brain physical training for it's your brain. so cool very cool so anyways i was going to do eventually too i would love to do like a full podcast episode on this especially as i do more of these i think i've only done i obviously did the brain mapping and then um i bring done the doc in on it 
Oh my god, I that would actually be yeah really, interview really cool. him. Oh my god, I totally should. Um, I have done three sessions so far. So and again, the sessions are like thirty minutes, and you go in, watch this video, and depending on like what anxiety or, you know, again based on like what you know your your need is, it like triggers this the video to like dim the lights and dim the sound when you show anxiety or show your ADD or whatever it is and like retrains your brain not to do that basically which is just it's really cool and I learned a lot like I always swore like I would have thought that I had ADD or ADHD I really honestly I know like one of them's hyper the one with the H is hyper right H makes sense um (laughs) but I always thought I had ADHD because I just would have a hard time focusing and um you know had the zoning in and zoning out sometimes and getting overwhelmed but turns out it's just anxiety which that can be in a wholly deeper issue of you know a lot of people that may just have really bad anxiety it's so cool that you're doing that. I do yeah. love it. And I, I know, love James, hearing about it. I know. James is obviously a huge science fan, her huge nerd, so he has been loving hearing about it. Science yeah. dog, uh, science dog was telling me a little weird fact about that quote unquote modern technology you just said. What? what did he say? Can I tell can I tell you what science oh, dog God. said? Okay, what? It's a weird fact. It's not me, it's science dog. Okay. Science dog said so as you had confirmed with me, you he uses an EEG machine, right? Yep. Electroencephalograph, right? Yep. It measures brain waves in the brain. Yeah. Right? right. Then there's also this thing called an electrocardiograph. We've all heard of it before. Yeah. Right? It measures the heart. But you've also heard of an EKG, correct? Yeah. What's an EKG? Electrocardiograph, right? Okay. Cardio, heart, is spelled with a C. But why is it called an EKG then? Isn't that you know interesting? What's funny is that I did know this fact because I probably said it one of the or science dogs. No, said no, it. Well, I used to learn when I did like in veterinary world. They used it a lot, so I used to use it a lot with. Isn't it something stupid? Like they just like can't pronounce it. It's just yeah. like earlier. It's exactly to it. Yeah, because the electroencephalograph or the EEG sounds right. so much like ECG that they it. They would be calling for the EEG, the ECG in emergency situations. You don't really necessarily need an electroencephalograph as often in an emergency situation as an electrocardiograph, right? right? To measure the heart. So they were calling for this thing and they had to eventually stop calling it an ECG and they call it an EKG. Yeah. I did know that. See, I kind of knew I that. I figured you knew that one. Look at look at all Science these facts. Dog. I know you guys didn't think you'd get everything in an episode. It like this is it's basically a roller coaster of um, our life and basically all of our discussions. Um, all right. So I figured that we could get to some more listener voicemails. Um, and I want to turn it back to a couple. I had a lot of people send in some paranormal stories, like whether or not spirits, I have just like some weird coincidences. Um, so that I, you know, I feel like I just couldn't skip over. I feel like I had to share these ones that like made me be like, all right, that's a little weird. Um, and who knows how you could explain this, but I'm excited for James to hear them because again, again, James is like major skeptic. Um, so here we go. I'm gonna have this listen first voicemail. So this isn't so much of a ghost story, but more so just a what the fuck kind of story. And it's something that my girlfriend can actually verify. 
like dude holy shit so we and her we were driving to our friend's shop to like go hang out or whatever go say what's up and she had her phone like with directions to the shop on her right thigh she took like a corner and the phone like you know slipped off her thigh and went in between the chair and the center console and we're like oh fuck couldn't reach it so like okay whatever get to the shop because we actually knew the way we didn't really need it um so we get there, we like try and look for a phone, couldn't find it, empty out the fucking car, could not find it, literally couldn't find it, so it was like, ugh, whatever. So we went inside, hung out for a bit, came back, looked in the car again, no bueno, so we figured, shit, must have lost it. Drive home, go upstairs, well, we open the door, we go upstairs, open the bedroom door, and the fucking phone was on her pillow right there and it cuts off but the phone was on the pillow when they got home what is that that is like right Unex- i mean i don't know i don't know if it's a ghost i don't know if it's time space continuum i don't know if you traveled back in time to another space and then you <laughs> back. what do you think james this it's scary on two levels okay uh-oh yeah. One, that the phone showed up on her pillow. Right. Two, I may not have as much fear and anxiety about this, but I can only picture someone like you whom I love, and I know, would you even walk into the party if you couldn't find your phone? Or, <laughs> that's terrifying. I can't believe how scary that would be. No, literally, can you imagine? <laughs> the anxiety, like, you didn't even have to finish the story. You could have just said she lost the car in her phone. I mean... Lost her phone in her car, and I'd have been like, "That's scary enough." I can picture you doing a Hulk-like move and ripping the front seat out of a car to find your phone, like all in one felt swoop. The terror! Can you imagine? Sheer terror! I would love to see your electroencephalograph on that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. First. Yeah. The anxiety itself. Yeah. No. I know, and that's a whole other. You know therapy that i need um but also my phone it's you know it's business hilarity and jokes aside that's an awesome story but that is yeah and all that is like that is and there's two of them and it's a i love the witness side i love that they're yeah yeah. they both are like saw that and he even said i will verify this i wonder how far the shop was away from the house like did it fly (laughs) i mean if a ghost can fly there's no one else in the car Obviously. Or it used your space-time continuum that you just yeah, mentioned. right. The aliens. The aliens, that's what happened. While you were parked, the aliens found it. They saw you were stressed, and they were like, we'll bring it back to them. So what d- I would love a follow-up from them on what they think happened. Yeah, what's your Like, guess? what's your A, B, and C on this? Maybe there's yeah. only an A and a B, but you got to have a few theories. Yeah, I would love to know. I would think. love and to also, hear. also, were you sober? Where this happened? Where did this happen? Where did this happen, and were you sober? You know, let's be honest. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, either way, that is wild. That is a wild story. The great, great share. Great, great share. All right. This is um, this is also kind of a little bit of a ghost story. All right. So here's my ghost story. So when my sister and I were very little, our next door neighbor died and got and died and burned alive in his heated blanket. And then my old babysitter moved into that house and then they 
her and her boyfriend did a Ouija board, and the cursor went to the numbers 410, and that's my mom's house number next to the house. And then years went by, and we were watching this little boy, and he goes to my mom, Auntie Lisa, who's the creepy man standing in your kitchen? And we think it's the man that got burned alive. Holy shit. I got chills on that one. Like, she tells that with a very. Her voice, she should tell scary stories because she did a really good job with that. Yeah, that was creepy AF. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, the heated blanket, first of all. Well, I guess, yeah, just. I mean, I, I've like heard of that happening, like heated blankets catching fire, but being wrapped up in one while that happens as an older man, that is like wild. And then your babysitter moved into that house. Why? Why? Um, That's so sad. So scary. Yeah, of course, he's probably roaming around. He's like, what the fuck like modern technology screws me again like just trying to like have a snuggle and yeah that's probably a uneasy spirit yeah i would be i would be walking around not gonna lie if i died in the heated blanket fire we need to get rid of our heated blanket (laughs) i would be pissed i would be really pissed and i would be down here haunting the maker of it and then maybe some other people too just out of spite um, that is a crazy story. Yeah, when I that that that's a good one. She tells that one really well. Yeah, that was a really good story. Very spooky. Are you convinced, James, that ghosts are real? Yet, you know, you had your friend Ashlyn here this weekend, and her and I were having a discussion about a book I love called The Biology of Belief yep. with Bruce Lipton. <laughs> and she brought up we've seen the documentary called Well, right, where the the opening part is about a spinal surgeon who ends up, and I'm going to paraphrase this and make some mistakes, but basically he had broken his back, tried every single measure to try to help heal it, and it didn't work. So through forms of meditation, energy release, and doing that, he was medically, from if you looked at the x-rays before and after, medically through meditation and other uh, self-healing principles, he was able to heal himself, okay, right? so that's a no. So wait, I'm not done yet. <laughs> And as Ashley and I were talking, she's like, do you believe in that sort of thing? And I thought of this exact scenario. I go, when Sam asks me again, if I believe, if I'm a doubter, I'm going to remind people there aren't always black and white in this world. There's a gray area. I'm in the gray because there's also some people that can hit a baseball 500 feet. Mm. I am not one of those people. I would love to have been. No, I was good at baseball, but I was not a 500 foot. Can't hit. But some people can. Some people can't. Some people can see ghosts and experience them. Some people might just not be that lucky. And I might be one of the not lucky people. That was like the most, if everyone just wants to like take a second and realize that answer to that type of question. And that is the only answers that James will ever give to any questions. There's not yes or no. It's no. It's a story. It's an antidote. It's a book. It's a relatable (laughs) It's a full metaphor. That's just how it is. Okay. But, it, but okay. So, but what you're basically saying is. No. Some people can, some people can't. Got it. I can't dunk a basketball. Got it. But so you don't think that you will see a ghost at any point in your life? You don't think you can see them? No, I don't think I can. <gasps> you guys. 
I think we have to like go on like a literal ghost hunt. James. We've gone on ghost hunts. Yeah, but no, I think we need to like go like deep digging into a ghost. I've hunt. gone tornado hunting to too. You I believe have? in tornadoes. I've seen them. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because we were young and the movie Twister was really big back then. Did you find one? Yeah. You did. We did. We saw one way off in the distance. How did that feel? It's scary as hell. <laughs> you would think ghost is scary. That's what's gonna ghosts aren't scary. Ghost. Tornadoes are scary. We're going. We're gonna stay overnight at a haunted spooky place. As long as it's not a tornado house, I'm fine. Okay. Or you know I what's even more scary? Now. The movie Sharknado. <gasps> it's bum, scary bum, that bum. someone actually made that. <laughs> no, Snakes on a Plane was scary. scary no, that was stuff. a good movie. That was it's a great scary movie. movie. Snakes on a Plane, one of the most underrated horror movies of our generation. That is such a good movie. Very spooky. All right, this is another ghost story, and then I do have another weird story, but I wanted to kind of keep the ghosts, paranormal stuff, and it's together. So here's one other one that I think is a spooky. Okay, here's my ghost story for you. I'm dead asleep in my house, and... I'm the only one in my house this night. My roommates are out of town. It's just me. And I feel the bed shake. And I live in California, so I wake up and I think to myself, damn, earthquake. Ugh. Well, I lay my head back down. And then suddenly I feel like someone's staring at me. I sit up in bed to a man standing at the bottom of my bed, looking me directly in the eye. And he says to me, I'm only here to tell you something. I don't speak to him. I just sit there and I listen. Mind you, the whole time, I'm not scared for any reason whatsoever. And he says to me, I'm just here to tell you that everything is going to be okay. In your life, everything will be okay. So now I'm thinking to myself, am I awake? Am I asleep? I look at my clock. I read the time. I look back and he's gone. And just to make sure I was actually fully awake, I actually got out of the bed walked around my house, turned on lights, turned off lights, got back in the bed, and I texted myself that night a message to wake up to just to make sure. Still to this day, have no idea what it was. I assume it was a ghost. And so far, everything has been okay in life. Um, I think that is i mean that's got to be someone either visiting this is one too whenever i hear like some of these detailed ghost stories i mean or any of the ghost stories really or any of the paranormal stuff or anything it's like okay was like have was this a house like were you sleeping in like your normal house that you normally sleep in were you somewhere where something had happened did someone recently pass like this to me i feel like is a very personal message like wouldn't that like maybe come from someone that had recently passed or like, you know? I wonder if it was personal to, I'll go back to your space-time continuum. I wonder if it was personal to the location, Mm. but not within this time. Yeah. Right? Right. Time doesn't exist, but the location mattered. That energy spot mattered. Right. Right. That's why I need to know if you... Or listening to this, I need to know where you like where you were sleeping that night, and if this was like a place you normally slept in, like if this was your normal house or your apartment. But like that's a very specific, like to actually see. Like I feel like you know there are a lot of ghost stories. Like I heard this, you know, I thought I saw a light, I thought I saw a flash, but like vividly, 
especially like deepest fear ever waking up out of bed and looking and there's a man or anyone staring at you in your bed is like literally I like top this, fear. I like the tests or the self checks she did at the end of it all. Right. Walk around, turn up lights, write yourself a message. Right. So, you know, you're not dreaming. I mean, because in that. There's plenty of times where I, we've all woken up from a dream and be like, mm. you're, you, you have no idea what's going on. Right. Or you think you've already got up for the morning and you didn't. And then you wake up. Right. 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 So she did her diligence. That's right. I know. And yeah, it's like I remember when I was in high school, there was this guy in the nearby neighboring town that he used to he had like mental health, you know, disabilities and he would. His his like kink was that he would go into people's houses during the day when they left for work and hide in their house. And then he would at night just watch them sleep. And like he would be caught several times standing over someone's bed, but he wouldn't try to harm them. He wouldn't steal anything. He wouldn't like, you know, he it would only be for houses that the doors were unlocked. And, like, he wouldn't, like, break down the door or, like, do any damage to the property. He would literally do it just to, like, stand and watch people while they slept. That's terrifying. Isn't that the fucking scariest fucking shit? I would, that was, like, so, of course, like, you know, like, everyone, like, all my friends, I mean, like, that was, like, our deepest fucking fear. And I would, like, have nightmares about waking up and, like, there's a man standing over my bed. And so like that like is like one of the first things i thought of too is like oh my god is this like the man because i guess that's also a thing like they had talked about like this is like you know people get off on that like the thrill of like standing over someone and watching them like at their most vulnerable, vulnerable state yeah yeah wow and, like, that being the only reason why you do it right and i Maybe. and that brings me back to her story one of the things that she was telling it that popped into my head was I wonder how calm how calm was she to get up and walk around the house. Right. Like, like I would be freaking out. Did, now, did she do that in like a freaked out state or was she just like, oh, I'm going to go around and do this yeah, stuff. And just like double check and make sure. Um, all right. So I wanted to, on that note, um, read a story. So I had put up like if you have any weird stories or like deep secrets write in or leave a voicemail obviously um and one girl was like i'm gonna write into you because this is too long i can't fit it on the voicemail and i don't want to call in so she writes into me but she says so this is a one of our deepest family secrets so my grandfather's sister so my great aunt was married to one of the top generals in the peruvian air force and was super influential influential during the 70s and 80s, which was the golden cocaine era in South America. It's a deep family secret, but basically he was connected to Escobar and helped and was like an inside source for the Escobar. He was in charge of air traffic coming into Peru, and he would help smuggle Escobar's cocaine plane, cocaine into the military cargo planes. He had clearance to do basically whatever he wanted, which made it really easy he never got caught, and to this day, my aunt and her entire family live off Escobar money. They're just like multimillionaires. Because I don't know, I don't know what else to call it. Oh, because I don't. 
Oh, Escobar money, because I don't know what else to call it. And when I saw these cargo planes, they would be filled with 250 tons of cocaine. (laughs) And now, like, her cousin is a huge influencer in South America. And it's all because she got started because she was just, like, super mega wealthy. And she sent me the Instagram page of this girl. And she has, like, half a million followers. Like, she has, like, 600,000 followers or something. And just, like, is, like, a fashion, like, beauty influencer. And, um, yeah, and they just, like, travel around now and just, like, live off, like, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Right? And I did ask. So this was on Instagram. So she sent this to me, and I messaged back, and I was like, oh, my God, like, did you ever meet him? Like, do you ever talk to your great aunt about it? And she said, nope. He has passed now, but they don't really talk about it. It's, like, a super huge family secret. But these, like, the kids and the entire family have never worked a day in her life. The Her aunt, her great aunt, is now in her 70s. She's still alive, and they just, like, live. Should we be sharing this? <laughs> Pablo Escobar's people are not ones to mess with. I don't think they're listening to the Weird and Proud podcast. Um, And then I asked her, too. I was like, did anyone ever get caught? Like, does anyone know? And she was like, nope, not that I am aware of. And her great-grandfather, he had died from lung cancer 10 years ago. And she was like, they're actually, like, super sweet and, like, actually, like, a super normal family. They're just, like, mega, mega, mega wealthy. And she said they probably never got caught because Peru is, like, known for being corrupt. I mean, Again, no hate on Peru. I know nothing. I love <laughs> Peru. Yes. Pollo a la brasa is one of my favorite dishes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, fuck yes. Great food. Um, Never been to Peru, but and I know nothing about their politics, but she says that it was like, you know, like this was also a time when it was pretty corrupt. And like if like people would do anything for money. So I thought that was a pretty cool story that some girl, um, you know, that follows me is in with the escobar which is like um like uh, do they have a name for like the escobars you know was that like a like the you know don't they all like have the guy's a name? name his name was pablo escobar, pablo escobar. so when you're referring to escobar they're referring to pablo escobar yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. right who was like he was just a drug he king. was a huge drug cartel there's so many documentaries about him on netflix yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah he would make like oh what's that movie i'm with- gonna say more what five I think there were days that he made five hundred, like five hundred million dollars in a day. What? Something like that. Yeah. I, maybe it's not that much. Yeah. Wow, that is wild. I wish, like, I feel like I don't know anyone. The only, the closest that I feel like we've ever gotten to knowing someone like high up in anything is one of our friends. When we were like also talking about secrets one day, he said that he got a note from his grandfather the day that he passed on a funeral that gave him like this number and said if he ever has any problems to call this number and I we still, have been trying I as love hard that as we could to get that number what were you gonna say i i had to look it up so yeah. the medellin cartel which cartel. was pablo escobar during the height they would bring in around 70 million per day Holy which shit. today Due to inflation is 150 million per day. 150 million. They would make 26 billion annually 
Holy shit. Which is about fifty-five billion annually right now. Kylie Jenner wish. That's wishes. yeah, no, these guys <laughs> he was way he was way beyond. The Kardashians wish that they know. Um, that is insane. Um, I just can't believe like yeah, they you know, it's like how do you explain? But I guess when like you live in Peru, you know, I, I mean, can I can we have some? I'll give you our wire transfer. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing though. Such a good story. Such good weird stories. Um, I want to make sure too that I also like make sure if you ever have anything weird. Of course, we will keep it anonymous. Again. We will never spill your secrets. Any of these that come in, even if the FDA or the cartel come knocking at my door. Actually, if, um, if what's his face? Castro. What's his name? Fidel Castro. What's the guy? Escobar. Fidel Castro if, was the leader Castro? of Cuba. Yeah. Got it. Basically the same. Um, if um, Escobar comes knocking at our door, I probably will throw you under the bus. But. Other than that, no, always anonymous. And again, you can call into speakpipe.com. Speakpipe. Speakpipe.com slash weird and proud pod. And anything weird, you got a weird secret, you got um, a deep, dark family secret, you have something paranormal. We had some really good um, alien conversations the other day. So um, any more alien encounters? any paranormal encounters we'd love to see also for live shows coming up um we have a really fun one but this will come out probably too late but valentine's day in stanford really excited about that one at third place and then i am going to be on march 18th at Saddleback, which I've been talking to and mentioned before. That's going to be fun. Yeah. And then trying to plan another Connecticut one and a Philadelphia weekend coming up soon, too. But let us know, too, like where you guys are. Like I always say, you know, I'm kind of like based off like the wants, you know, of like where you guys are and where I can go to perform for you guys. So I know Philly is a big city. We James and I also really want to do. Our bucket list is to do a Midwestern trip. Um, as you guys know, James's family is in Wisconsin. So we really want to do like a road trip from Stanford all the way to Wisconsin and do like a stop in Pittsburgh. And Chicago. Yeah, Pittsburgh has some great sandwiches. So if any of you guys are in Pittsburgh and like, you know, can hook it up, like we just I just don't know these places. I mean, I guess I can Google it, but just you know if there are places where you're like this is a great bar i know the people there you know would love to to make a stop in pittsburgh also yes chicago also you know of course two pairing these all with sandwiches and food yeah there will be sandwiches and then doing a stop in wisconsin to go see james's family hopefully you know i would love to do this when it's a little bit warmer we're definitely gonna wait till it's warmer yeah so maybe like you know spring late spring um but anyway so yeah some very exciting stuff coming up more shows coming um and just remember to call in leave us you know Oregon if you don't want to like call it in you can always email the weird and proud pod at gmail or um you can always dm me too and just put like in up front like weird and proud or weird story 
and you, we will keep you anonymous always. Do you want to know the temperature in Eau Claire, Wisconsin right now? Oh, God, what? It's sunny out. Okay. But it's nine degrees. Yeah. That's a, that's a hard pass. I, I do <laughs> love those. Hard, I love those bitter cold days. Hard pass for me, brah. Dog. All right. Don't forget to call in. We love you guys. Go Cats. I hope they win the World Series. I hope you also have an amazing Valentine's Day. James, are you going to get me? Um, do you have a huge thing planned for Valentine's Day for me? You're doing a show. <laughs> James, I'm off the hook. Uh, James, you better have the biggest wink, surprise wink. Wait, wait, waiting for me in the morning when I wake up. Just kidding. Hope you have an amazing Valentine's Day. We love you guys so much. And we'll see you next week. Love you, weirdos. Miss you, weirdos.